Yay! <laughs> so call off. Yes, you're Steph. You're Robin. And we're talking about other people's moms. <laughs> well, the, the episode title is Other People's Mothers. But uh, oh, the way you phrase people, it oh, is... Oh, I put... <laughs> I put other people's moms in my, yeah. in my notes. Life of Brian, the episode, not the movie. <laughs> and self-esteem, the episode, not the offspring song. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, Steph, i got to warn you. I did these all uh, in a hotel room late at night while I was on vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Daddy's taking notes while everybody else is sleeping in a bed, like uh, feet feet away. So, yeah. Oh yeah, and I watched I watched them like <laughs> days ago, like last week. So, all right. So the first episode is all about okay. We did Daddy issues, and now we're doing Mommy issues. Mommy issues. Um, this is the episode that made me go, "Yay, Patty!" for once. <laughs> I was very happy uh, that Patty comes to the rescue at the end, but we'll get to it. But this is uh, this is uh, Rianne slipping off the edge of the, you know. Sadie, exactly. you did so good for so long. I know. It's that time of the day when she booger barks at everything. Booger barks. Right, so boogie boogie boogeyman, you know. Oh. There's a boogeyman outside. Is there a boogeyman outside? I bet it's a dog outside. Is there a dog? Is it a dog? <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> Does she want to co-host? Because anyway. I'm, I'm about to step back. There's talent in the room here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this episode, uh, Ricky and Rayanne are over at Angela's, and Rayanne just takes a beer out of the refrigerator <laughs> yep. and drinks it, and and we see Ricky is her enabler. He's because he carries the beer for her, and yeah, I guess he's so. like protective of her, and yeah, I and we think and about then him you look back like that. Then you look back through, uh, you think about since you know the first episode, he was like, yeah, she passes out when she gets drunk. You know, he's just there to uh, protect her. He doesn't drink, but he was holding the beer when Patty came home. Yeah, and. So that undid all of the any you know when she realized that they had something in common when they when he mentioned that fashion designer I don't even know who that was, yeah. but uh, my note oh, here Angela is, Go- uh, is uh, you know Danielle wants to know what's going on. <laughs> Nobody will tell her, and he's she says my life is so edited. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, it's not fair. My life is totally edited. <laughs> <laughs> Angela goes to Rayanne's house for the first time. Oh, it bohemian paradise. Sad. Beads, <laughs> chimes, curtains, tarot cards. And they're going to eat appetizers and dessert yes. for dinner because those are the best foods. Oh, I don't know if you had like a friend's mom like this, but I sure did. <laughs> Very much had the same attitude. If it's hap- it's you know, do what you want. I'm hanging with you guys, you know, and uh, uh, whatever you know, I, I, as long as it's happening under my roof, it's not happening out in the streets, so I don't have to worry about it. You know that kind of mom. Yeah, I knew one of those. Well, I knew somebody who uh, they're like, uh, you're not gonna get drunk out, you know, in the woods on the weekends. You're gonna get drunk under my roof where I can, where I am, gonna show you how bad it is. Right. And then like his kid ended up being an alcoholic. <sighs> But, you know, you can get, you know, you're responsible. This is your house. You're you're responsible. Mm -hmm. You can be sued. You're, you know, you're contributing to the delinquency of minors. Mm -hmm. This is not responsible behavior. But she did think that it was just going to be a couple of friends. Right. Yeah, it turns out to be a gigantic party. Um, where um, there's even some like sketchy like dude without his shirt on, <laughs> just walking around. Um, I think I guess that was the tattoo artist. The tattoo artist. I'm an yeah. artist. Ugh. Get out of here! You're at a teenager's house, you gross person. 
Yeah, like when I turned 21, I had to start really being worried about like where I ended up. Like, because I, I had friends that were younger than me and, and like to party, and I'm like, I, I would constantly be like the Mr. Responsible, like, well, you guys are going to be drinking, so I can't really hang out for too long, you know? <laughs> Even though mm-hmm. I'm drinking too, I'm not supposed to be drinking with you. Uh, Patty's mother comes over, so we see her, Patty's mother for the first time, and she's just as. Oh, Vivian. Obnoxious and overbearing as the dad. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're quite a pair. And uh, when the dad doesn't show up for the retirement party later, uh, I was uh, I was very much like, "Yep, that sounds like him." Like his character is, or at least that character actor. Like we know him well enough to understand that he's not showing up. Yeah, the, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I want to do. Yeah, nobody's. I'm not. I'm uncompromising. I'm. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. (laughs) Well, I mean, uh, there is a point to where you're just being a a dick for not showing up for your own party. (laughs) I mean, what an ungrateful jerk (laughs) to leave your wife looking like, you know, an idiot. You know, and it's like, but the thing is, like, you see Vivian... And she's socializing and everything, and I, you know, is it is it Graham that tells Patty like this isn't even what you want to be doing right now, you know? Um, and I think Angela calls her out on it too. But Vivian, she's like she doesn't even care that her husband's not there. She just wants to have a good time with friends and uh, be like the you know the center of the party or whatever, and and make sure the party runs perfectly. She just gets a kick, big kick out of it. She doesn't even need her husband there. <laughs> hmm. uh, and, and it's funny because this is the the Graham food storyline kind of gets started here, where Graham is very protective of his food, and uh, Vivian is even trying to control that. And he's like, "No, no, no, no." <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, because she brings a turkey over, puts it in the refrigerator, and she's like, "Graham gets very emotional." <laughs> Graham's very emotional about food and That's meals. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and I love how you know <clears throat> later it shows Graham just kind of standing in front of this fridge, staring at it, just sad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, I did want to point out the soundtrack in this episode. I was so happy to hear like some like '90s staples. Um, we heard uh, a couple of selections from. Uh, uh, a band I heard, I actually saw in concert around this time, Juliana Hatfield Three, um, and her big song "Spin the Bottle" was played in this uh, in this episode. Um, was she on the single soundtrack? "Spin the Bottle"? No, "Spin the Bottle" was on the Reality Bites soundtrack. And okay. Yeah, it's all about it's all about like a spin the bottle game, and the music video had uh, Ethan Hawke as the guy that she ends up, you know. Having the bottle land on So hmm. uh, Yeah I don't know if you haven't seen it before But look it up on YouTube It's a, it's a piece of 90s nostalgia Okay But the other band that is in this episode That uh, I hadn't thought of in a long time Is Toad the Wet Sprocket Uh huh Their episode or Their song Fall Down Which is one of their big hits When do 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 That song <laughs> it's, when um, do we When will we fall down? Well, yeah. jump back Gotta get out of here Yeah, yeah, yeah I like yeah, that song yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's funny After watching these episodes I um, I mean I, I I put on the Spotify for several songs it was, What was the other band? Um, yes, and Self-Esteem it's Buffalo Tom is a big part of the ep- Of this episode And Mm-hmm. God, if there's like they didn't play it in the episode, but man, there is nothing that keeps me from singing along to their like hit song "Taillights Fade." So good. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, there's some women this, hits this, too. this was our time. Yeah, yeah. This was our this was our day. Yeah. Ninety four. I was uh, probably like. You know, smoking weed and hanging out with us. Yeah. <laughs> like about that time, like we had a big, this big music festival here every yeah. year that was just. The Lollapalooza or the Lilith Fair or the. 
Oh no, else no, no, more no! Like a yeah, like a just a, a weekend. Uh, like that has multiple stages, mm-hmm. where you know you could hear jazz or you could hear you know just all kinds of music, cool. and it was big in the nineties, and then it like uh, went under mm. the organization. But yeah, that was good times. Good times. When when uh, Angela was at Rayanne's, she must have mentioned that Patty was adopted. Yeah. And Amber like comes out and says it to her, like sympathizes to Patty, like without like yeah, like blurt it out. Yeah. And then like later on at the at the climax of the episode when they're fighting, uh, Patty's like, I don't appreciate you telling people that. Yeah, and Angela is literally confused. Like, why would you be like embarrassed about that? It's just, but still, it's it's personal information, you know. Mm-hmm. Angela should know that. So Rand's dad sent her some money, and she. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Let's go back. Mm-hmm. Rand's drinking all the time. So when you said Rand's like, she that that actress just looks drunk all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Maybe she has been drunk. Maybe they told her to do that. I, I really did think about that when we when I was watching this episode. I was like, oh, I was I was uh, looking into something. I mean, there are scenes of her in this in this show earlier in the season where she's drinking, but it's definitely uh, makes a lot of sense that she's like drinking all the time, <laughs> has a little flask. And, yeah, so she, her dad sent her this money, and it's almost like she doesn't want to. Like, maybe that's one reason she's drinking is she doesn't want to think about her dad, right. because she she kind of tries to talk about it like it's not a big deal that he gave her this money, and then she's like, ah, oh, but maybe I'll I'll send it back to him, or maybe I don't know what to do with it. Like, she doesn't like act like Angela would. Angela would. You know, we would have this big voiceover about it. <laughs> and she's just, it's like she doesn't really want to think about it, about her dad. Yeah, tarot cards are a big deal on this episode, too. Do you, did you ever experiment with tarot cards? Have uh, were super into it? No, this is Alabama. Oh. The, no, I, Southern yeah. Baptist. Oh, gosh. I had no, my own don't. deck. You had to wrap it in like leather and like sleep on it for it to be good. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, you you tell the reading. I, you know, no offense to people who really believe in that stuff, but man, you know, it just, I laugh because I think of like, you know, Mr. Know It All just graduated from high school and, uh, you know, getting into different things because it seems cool at the time. And then, you know, Taking it so seriously, it's just you know, such an idiot. Did kid. you take your <laughs> Did you take your tarot cards on a tour when you followed Fish? <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, I didn't get them to him that much. Yeah, okay, was, you had already outgrown them. Yeah, it was like I don't know. I wanted I wanted to get into them, but I didn't want to like learn about each card, and you know. So I'd be the kind of kid and like. Pull out the tarot cards and have like a big book and like just be looking up different things as I'm like doing a reading or something. I I even I even did like research on how to like hypnotize people too, which uh, is actually a power I still have. That's why people still listen to my podcasts. I'm really terrible. Oh wow! I don't understand why oh. people subscribe. <laughs> I've hypnotized you all, <laughs> all three of you are listening right now. No, uh, yeah. Yeah, so there's all these like little things like you just deal with dealing when you're like, you know, teenager or young college age. I was being a willow, I guess. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, I don't think I've I've never seen tarot cards. You've never even seen them. Mm-mm, wow. No. So Ouija boards, no. <laughs> okay, now one time <laughs> Yeah Yeah, we played with Ouija boards Yeah But our parents probably didn't know Um Oh, God. Um, 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 what, uh Oh, oh, so So she decides Rayanne decides to take this money and throw a big party with it And then there's this montage Of her being so happy mm-hmm. About throwing this party And being so excited about it 
that you know something terrible is going to happen because she's so happy in this montage. <laughs> and, you know, there's, there's so many people being invited, almost to the fact that there's a scene where somebody comes up and invites Rianne to her own party. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and Angela can't go to the party because it's the same night as the grandparents' party. Yeah. And Patty wants her to move furniture and make uh, – uh, what do you call them? Uh, streamers for the yeah. for the house to decorate. She's like, oh, I don't want to do that. But then she goes over to Rayanne's and uh, helps decorate for her party and moves furniture and makes streamers. Yeah, and I could, you know, I did feel feel for Patty there because it was like not only was the the whole adoption thing she was heard about that, but then to hear that Angela just pretty much did the same thing for a, a different mom, you know, not for her. Just yeah, and complained about it. About that, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as we get to the end of the episode, I mean, we have uh, we have a little <laughs> incident with ecstasy. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, you know, being I guess a dad, <laughs> and I have uh-huh. feelings when uh, Angela calls Patty on the phone and says, "Mommy, I really need you." I was like, "Oh." She said, Bobby. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's a little girl now. Yeah, yeah. Because a teenager is just a little kid trying to be a grown up. Yeah. And yeah. at this point, it's like her friend could literally die in front of her. And it's so sad how Amber deals with it. Like, she comes home, she's pissed. Uh, well, first off, before the party, you know, like. It made me think about the previous episode where when um, Angela wanted to date and Patty had all these rules. Yeah. Like we're making up rules on the spot. For this party, Amber has like one rule. <laughs> like it was so – the, the the difference between the mother's – the parenting styles are just huge. Yeah, what was huge. it? Like don't drink a lot or something? Or? Uh I, I don't know. Rather have drinking done under our own roof. Yeah. So, I, I don't even know. But, uh, but the, you know, we get the parties and how kind of they mirror each other. Yeah. And, um, well, oh, uh, yeah. What about the ecstasy? So how do you, did she like, because she drank so much and like, I don't know. I don't know anything about ecstasy. Like what was going on with Rayanne? All right. Well, <clears throat> I have, um, I, I know a friend who's taken it before. <laughs> you know somebody. I okay. know a friend. Yeah, uh, and yeah, when you're when you're taking it, you're feeling when you take it, you like feel like super awesome uh, for a long time. And honestly, like anything else you do during that time really doesn't affect you. So you can sometimes uh, do more of it than you need to. So that's why a lot of people just uh, say, Hey, stick to water because you're drinking a ton of beer to keep yourself mm-hmm. hydrated. When you come down from the ecstasy, you are, you know, shammered, like totally messed up. And, you know, she ends up getting her stomach pumped as a result, you know? So I think, so she had I think kind of, alcohol poison. Yeah. I think she poisoned herself. Alcohol. She just kept drinking and drinking and drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I felt so. Uh, I felt for Ricky here. Ricky's, you know, and and you're right. He he is an enabler. I don't think he's a. I don't think he means to be an enabler, but he, you know, as a friend, as his, as her like best friend, he should be like more of a like, hey, you got to cut the shit out, you know. Mm-hmm. He knows that she's not going to listen to him. I almost think that he thinks that maybe she's more experienced than him. Anyway, I get that kind of vibe too. Mm-hmm. So maybe he like trusts that she's it's just Rayan being Rayan. So um and and yeah. Uh, yeah and gosh I was really you know I I get on Graham and Patty a lot as I probably still will <laughs> but Patty coming to the rescue here I was so like yes like and I was rooting for her and I was feeling all her emotions when you know and I skipped to the end of it where like. She brings Angela and Ricky back to the house and sends them inside and just sits in the car and starts crying. Like, that must have been so scary for her as, as you know, you know, and she, it's great. She, she did all the right things, but it, it must have been so scary. And the fact that it could have been Angela, you know. Yeah, because she had lost her 
college roommate. Yeah. College roommate died. So it like yeah. it's all that stuff coming back too. Yeah, and the argument that she got when she got into it with Angela, she refused to say like she argued with her that Rayanne was her best like Patty was saying that Rayanne's yeah. not your best friend. Like, you know, and back when Sharon's dad was in the hospital, you know, Patty still thinks that that Sharon and Angela are friends. Like they're the parents are just oblivious to what's going on. But also, you know, what we learn about in this episode about Patty's roommate who nearly dies, that she was a lot like Rayanne. And that's so when Patty meets Rayanne and sees some of those same qualities, she's probably that explains why she's, you know, maybe not in such denial about it. She's more like not wanting Angela to go through what she went through, you know? Yeah. But in the end, you know, I love how um, Angela's just like, just trust me. And Patty admits that she does actually trust her. Um, and, you know, again, it's another, like, 13 Reasons Why thing, you know? Like, we don't want to just leave Ray. Rayanne needs help. And, mm-hmm. and it's great that Patty actually kind of brought in the authorities on this. Because, you know, we don't actually find out what happens. Maybe Amber got a slap on the wrist or something, but Amber really needs to get her shit together with her kid. <laughs> you know, this, this mm-hmm. can't continue. Anyway, going on and on. Um, I got Nettie's, uh, her, the trivia that she sent in and her feedback. Cool. Um, other people's mothers, sometimes called other people's daughters. Grandma is played by Barbara Bain from the original Mission Impossible in Space 1999. Oh, I thought she looked familiar. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. The glasses-wearing game boy playing young girl at Angela's grandparents' 45th anniversary party is, in fact, Winnie Holtzman's daughter, Savannah Dooley. <laughs> so, the grandpa is Savannah's dad. Oh, wow. You know... We meet Delia in the next episode, and I could have sworn that was Winnie Holtzman's daughter, but it wasn't. Oh, yeah. She looks a lot like her, though. Uh-huh. The German episode title is M. Party Roche, meaning party fever, and <laughs> French title, C'est la fête. It's a party. It's the party. Hmm. Uh, they talk about Ricky returning to the bathroom, but we never saw him in the bathroom in Halloween. It's likely because this was filmed before Halloween. Yes. Oh, okay. I, re- I know it. Uh, he came back. <sighs> okay. Hmm? Return, but we saw him in the bathroom in Halloween. Okay. That's it. Okay. Um, What's your feedback? Her feedback. Other people's mothers. Patty's parents are the worst. <laughs> I feel so bad for her, and I'm not surprised she doesn't know how to handle her own emotions. Also, Graham oh. is right. You do not put oregano in curry. It is a crime against cooking. This typical... This is the typical the grass is greener kind of episode. While Rayanne's mom seems fun, when things are really hard, Angela knew she could call her parents to get help. I think that's what we hope kids will always be able to do no matter how uh, how they left things. Call and get help from the people who love them the most. Yeah, I mean, adolescence is constantly you know, feeling for boundaries, wanting to be your own person. But wanting the safety of your parents. Yes. Yes, I agree. Okay. I agree. Okay. That's, that was my feedback right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. Oh, I was trying to think of something. Um. Well, go on. Go on. I. I. I apparently had a thought, and I. I'm, Got distracted, um, and uh, now it's derailed completely. Okay. Sorry. Fine. Go hang out with your grandparents. Memorizing the state birds or something. <laughs> All right. Life of Brian. All right. So we have an episode. Brian. Yes, it is not Brian. not narrated by. It's not voiced over by uh, Angela. It's voiced over by Brian. Voiced over by Brian. Mm-hmm. And Brian's parents are dueling psychiatrists. <laughs> And he's stuck in the middle. That's why he's so. He's going to end up like Brenda Chenoweth. Mm. <laughs> does does his parents have sex in front of him? <laughs> uh, gross. Uh, six feet under the new girl. Joke, everybody. 
New girl. What's Delia. her name? Delia. 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 Graham is wallpaper in the bedroom, and Brian helps him, and he needs advice on girls, and mm. and Graham doesn't know he's being asked about girls. <laughs> <laughs> he was like. He was like, what if I want this really expensive wallpaper, but I can't afford it? Do I just take the wallpaper that's just there? Because, you know, I just need wallpaper. I like his le- his, his line here is, um, oh, in my room, one seam is off and it destroys me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, in my room, one seam's a little off. I stare at it constantly. It's like, it like destroys me. Yeah. It's like destroying me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what's what's? Uh, I, I also like that you know, knowing Graham is uh, at this point younger than me. Uh, he, Brian asking Graham if he's retired. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, what do what do, do I wait for the reliable wallpaper, or do, do I go for the reliable wallpaper or wait for the great wallpaper to become cheaper? And you know, if Graham knew that he was talking about his daughter, <laughs> it's just using the word cheaper to describe a girl is. Uh, Probably not a good. I noted here that Brian's narration sounds like a Charlie Brown cartoon. Mm. <laughs> Every time I hear him talking on this show, I'm thinking Charlie Brown. I admit hmm. it's just me. So he so Ray who is it, is it Ram puts it in his no Sharon puts it in his head that he needs to ask Delia out to the to the dance. Yeah, Sharon pretty much introduces him. Introduces him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So he goes to the the fast food restaurant where she works, and he wimps out, and then he's then like he's in the hall, and he's like, "I'm gonna do it now," and then the bell rings, and <laughs> I did like uh, in his narration. Uh, there's a couple of moments in this episode where it does sound like the inside of my head, where it's just like he's like screaming at himself to just say something, <laughs> you know. And <laughs> we, I think we've all been there, you know. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, I have to say I've I'd, got new okay. Oh, new hot artsy guy caught Ricky's eye. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a, a interesting yet predictable plot line, you know, attractive guy, Ricky's into him and turns out that he's just kind of humoring Ricky f- to get to Rayanne. Mhm. Um Rayanne seeing the counselor and she cried when they talked about the dance. Rayanne really wants see Rayanne really wants to go to this dance. Yeah, but she doesn't because of well I'm sure Nutty has it in trivia. <laughs> uh, uh oh, she's so clean you could eat, eat off of Rayanne. Uh, oh, Brian had an erection from actual human contact. Yeah, I have a note here. I said I have zoned. I have zoned out on this episode until Brian said, "Finally, an erection from physical contact." <laughs> like, what? Uh, I also noted that Sharon is high maintenance, and I said, "Poor Kyle," <laughs> she's just like <laughs> screaming at him. Are you just going to ask me or what? If you screw this up, I will really hate you like forever. <laughs> But then she breaks up with him. Yep. I wonder why she broke up with him. Her own insecurities, from what it seems to be, from what I've observed, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Uh, okay, we'll get to what? it. Oh, this has the best ending. I forgot. This is a, a so-so episode till like, the end. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, Patty gets the pamphlets for continuing education for cooking classes for Graham. Yeah. Uh, Jordan has a philosophy If people just naturally show up Then it's natural Oh, because Angela was trying to give him the opportunity To ask her to the dance But everybody knows Jordan doesn't He's not going to go to this lame dance <laughs> And so he's not going to ask her And he, you know, just if we show up if, we just, if we're just there at the same place Then we're just there And then like Delia has to ask Brian To ask her Like she has to Forced him to ask her to the dance And then yeah. Angela Goes with Brian and Delia So Brian drops Delia yeah. And he's it's like, just a mess He's like uh, Delia's aunt is in the hospital And I just wrote around douche It's <laughs> like a douchey thing to do Yes but He's just so messed up about Angela That he can't think straight The thing is like Delia is just such a nice girl I really liked her 
and uh, I hope uh, I hope we see her again um, because uh, yeah, I I really liked her. I was like, oh, she's cute, you know. This is somebody that maybe Brian could be with, you know. And it doesn't have to be Angela, but I, 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 she's from Bateman's World. I don't know what that is, but I thought she show. looks like Disney Channel. She's yeah. a, she's so Disney Channel to me. Yeah. She's got this really sparkling smile. I thought I thought she was a little bit overbearing when she was like pressuring Brian to ask her to the dance because it's like you know either let it happen or don't you know. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, Ricky talking to Rayanne about uh, what was it Corey or something, and, mm-hmm. and she's just like talking about her counseling session. He says, "Who cares about your stupid drinking problem? This is my life." <laughs> Yeah, Ricky's finally like, what about me? Yeah. Uh, He's finally frustrated with Rayanne. So, yeah, I, Brian gets his just desserts from the whole thing, and Angela calls him heartless, but ends up like, I don't know. Um, so when you say this was this episode ended, it ended great, are you talking about Ricky dancing? Yes. First off, what that is love? That was awesome. What yes. is love? A great... 90s classic. <laughs> uh-huh. Usually associated with the uh, Night of the Roxbury Boys and SNL, but still a great dance number. And when Ricky takes Delia out on the floor, uh, it, it's just this kind of like awkwardness. And then Ricky's like, screw this. I'm like, going to throw out some freaking moves here. And like, it like starts gyrating. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, well, it's like all the frustration that he felt. Yeah. It, you know, he takes it out to the dance floor. And it, like right before that, he tells Angela. I think he said, "I wrote the line. I belong nowhere with no one." You know, so he's got this angst in him, and he's just like, you know, I felt I, I was like, "Oh man, I hope he doesn't like, I don't know, somehow embarrass Delia because he's feeling like raged." But she's she has a blast because you know she just got like. Uh, you know, upset by what Brian did, and she, I think she really liked Brian. Um, and then just they just throw down on the dance floor. <laughs> I was, you know, again, <laughs> hotel room, late night, it's all dark, and I am just sitting there giggling quietly because it, so, <laughs> it was so much fun. And, uh, you know, and we also uh, have. And then Jordan. Sh- oh, yeah, Jordan shows up at the end and says something weird to Angela, and Angela's <laughs> like, what? And, then he just like leaves. He's like, why are you like, like that? Ugh. And she's like, how am I? How am I? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Angela ends up apologizing to Brian, who's meanwhile, his Charlie Brown voiceover is just talking about how she smells. <laughs> uh, great ending, though. That was great. All right. Life of Brian, of course, reference to Monty Python film. Delia yeah. is Phoebe from Beatman's World. This is the first of two episodes not narrated by Angela. Hmm. It reminds me a bit, though it came first, of the episode of Dawn, uh, of the episode of Buffy from Dawn's perspective. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Is that older? In 1997. Buffy trivia. Yeah, in 1997, (laughs) TV Guide ranked this episode, Life of Brian, number 38, on its 100 greatest episodes of all time. It's got a killer ending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I liked it. Uh, yeah. AJ Langer had the chicken pox during the making of this episode. Inadvertently, she contaminated all the makeup, which had to be thrown out. <laughs> In addition, many scenes with her couldn't be filmed because she was so sick. The original shooting script differs in many details from the filmed version. So, yes, Rayanne did want to go to the dance, but because AJ Langer came down with chicken pox, she couldn't. <laughs> German episode title, Wild Hers and Wild Hearts. French episode title, La Vie Vida Brian. <laughs> La Vida Brian. I was going to say La Vie Rose. No. It's not it. Uh, okay. Third episode. I'm just a sucker with no self-esteem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Angela is making out with Jordan all the time, every day. Big in Angela the boiler Jordan room. episode, which is what we've needed to get to. It's been, we've screwed around with this long enough. You think so? 
what that it is a big Angela Jordan episode that, that we've things- needed that we've needed this. Yes, yes. You know, Angela's frustration at the end of the dance episode with Jordan is my frustration too because it's like, are we going to do something here? What is this relationship? It's got to be somehow. It's got to be defined somehow. And and so we find out in this episode. Yeah. The reason he's acting so weird is because he's ashamed of her. Ashamed of her. Did I write that down? I wonder why that is. Ashamed of her. Yeah, he's like hiding from he's hiding her. Yeah. From his friends. I do you think it's her in particular or just like I'm, He's just too cool for school. You know, he's he can't just Literally, be like this too is cool like for a, school. This is like a floozy. You know, this is like somebody I don't care about. If he admits that there's a relationship going on here, he can't like um you know, treat her like somebody like he slept with or whatever. That's why it's so important at the end of the episode where they take he takes her hand. Uh, uh, oh god! So I know, I'm so mad at him, but that oh that oh. It, it, it is, it's a great it's a great gesture, and uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully his boys will understand. <laughs> uh. Yes, the legend of like uh, uh, the the legend of Tino. I, I'm enjoying going on in the back of <laughs> yeah. these episodes. Tino, Tino is mentioned in every episode. Yeah, uh, I I was glomming on to the girls smoking in the bathroom, but it doesn't seem like they they're going back to that. But Tino, Tino's always. Where did you get that Chinese food? Two words, Tino. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Uh, I mean, I don't know. If, do you want to say anything else about Jordan and Angela? I'm just. I mean. Um, um, oh, oh well, uh, he's going to see Buffalo Tom, and so she was um, like, "Well, we're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna go we're gonna live by your philosophy. If somebody's there and somebody else shows up, then they're just there." So yeah. she goes to the club, and he just ignores her, and and then. Uh, She's standing in his. She's she's uh she's crowding him, and so she's just like, "What did she say? Why are you like you are?" Yeah. Because isn't that what he said to her in the previous episode? Yeah. She leaves crying. Jordan leaves a note in her locker. Oh, I like that. Rayanne tells Jordan off too. Yeah. And Angela actually has a line here, which, out of context, I just I want to like inscribe. On something like a, a block of wood or something, uh, Angela says, um, "You know, she's not looking forward to that geometry final or whatever." Yeah, and she says, "There's something about Sunday night that makes you want to kill yourself." <laughs> yeah. I just wrote preach. Yeah, because- I know because you know I work every other weekend, <laughs> and so either Sunday night coming home to watch HBO dramas. I've either I'm either coming home from working twelve hour shifts and I'm exhausted, or I've got to get up at four o'clock the next morning yeah. and I'm dreading it. Yeah, so that's, that's I a, can't enjoy my Sunday night either way. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Some good TV though. Uh, yes. Oh, another quote I wrote here is a classic Ray Ann quote: "What is holding hands? It's not even an aerogenius zone." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what did you think of Cyrus from Scandal in this episode? <laughs> I don't know what that is. The new, te- the new English teacher, Mr. Katimski, is played by Jeff Perry, who's uh, on Scandal. I've watched, oh. I watched the first season, so I'm an expert. Oh, uh, <laughs> he's he's the Jordan Catalano of the teachers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody wants him, and he's not a, he's not attractive. Yeah, but I guess. Uh, um, but he talks like Jordan. He like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't like even make that pauses in the middle of s- sentences, yeah. and he wants Enrique to join the drama club. Enrique. And I don't know why. Why it offended Ricky so bad to be called by his <laughs> real name? Yeah, he doesn't like it, and he doesn't like that. He thinks that uh, uh, it's short for. Uh, or, he says that his, his name is sort of like it because it's like Richard or something. And he's like, no, that's Ricardo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's definitely very weird. But uh, I guess he's I guess he's on the show now. I don't know. I like how – because, yeah, Rick, Ricky is definitely somebody that 
uh, I think should be in drama club, you know? Oh, he's definitely a drama kid. Yeah. If anybody is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, who and I love his yeah his justification for constantly saying Enrique. Who would have the name Enrique and not use it? <laughs> <laughs> Don't hate who you are. Yep. I need you on my. And team. then, and then, uh, poor Brian. Brian's locker is like in between Jordans and Angela's, uh. so he is like forced to you know witness this daily whatever. <laughs> And, yeah, Between the, the them, boiler this... room fiasco. Yeah, if, and, and yeah, mm-hmm. they're they're constantly eyeing each other from across the hall. Uh, mm-hmm. And I love how outraged that Brian gets when Angelo was like, "Could you just explain geometry to me?" <laughs> He's like, "I'm got <laughs> calculus. Are you kidding me?" Um, yeah, because he has all that pressure on him, himself. And then there's the girl, the smart girl in the class, mm-hmm. who feels bad about herself because oh, yeah. she looks, you know, she doesn't want to be the smart kid because she likes the Abyssinia. guy. Abyssinia. Her name is literally like it's, if you said her name short, it would just be Abyss. <laughs> it's like Ab- Abyssinia. Interesting name. I guess for short, she might be called Abby, so never mind. That's the character or the actress? No, it's the character's name, Abyssinia. Ah. Uh, huh. Yeah. Um, oh, Graham started the cooking class. Oh, boy. He has, he's, the teacher's like a a celebrity cook, and there's some obnoxious lady in the class. Okay. A.K.A. AKA a friendly person. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Graham is totally going to have an affair with her. Um, it's coming. Yeah. Um, I uh-huh. know it's the signs are here. I will have to say I do have to say that um, Hallie is played by uh, Lisa Waltz, who played um, Lauren Kite in the episode of the X Files Shadows, where it's this like uh, a secretary who's being haunted by her ghost boss. Uh, it's in the <laughs> kind of like I fall to pieces. <laughs> yeah, I guess it, no. I think it's better than that. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's like. You know, she's talking about like it's on her side. It's like she's constantly talking to Graham. You know, like instantly bonds with them. Talks about her fiance, like hates her cooking, and um, and then it's like every single time Graham talks to Patty about this woman, he's like, she's so annoying. And it's like, no, dude, you are crushing on her big time, and you don't want your wife to even have. One single sign of it, so you're like, "Oh yeah, she's super annoying." Oh, I didn't know. I didn't realize how. I didn't. I didn't realize how uh, infidelity worked. Well, let me tell you. I didn't darling. know that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, I just it seems like something I, I've you know I've seen before. I'm like, oh, like a trope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. So, yeah, Graham ends up in charge of the class, <laughs> gets to be a teacher. So, um, yeah, we'll see where that goes. Um, I do have to say I was a little sad for Brian going back to him. The whole scene where um, uh, Mr. Katimsky is reading, uh, I looked it up, it's Shakespeare's son at one thirty. And uh-huh. it's all about Shakespeare's mistress. Like he wrote a sonnet to his mistress, and uh, Jordan has like Jordan and Brian both have these realizations about Angela. He's mm-hmm. like, Jordan's like he's in love. He he's realizing that he's in love with his mistress, and and Brian is like ah, but this fantasy has flaws. She's a real person, <laughs> so they're both like thinking about Angela. They're both thinking about the yeah the same person. Yeah. But I like that that's like, you know, Jordan is such like this, like, I don't know, inquisitive soul, like learning. He, if he just allows himself to like, he like opens himself up to, you know, creative influence. He's he's very much into it. And he learns from Shakespeare that he's in love with Angela. So he goes and takes her hand. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I wrote So that. maybe there's hope. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, maybe there's hope for Jordan Catalano after all. Yeah. Last thing I wrote down here, I was like, she ain't going to that geometry review. <laughs> oh, I know. And see, I, 
like I was stressed out at this episode about Angela's geometry test. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <sighs> so yeah, those were good episodes. I liked them. I think. Uh, boy, it's funny because I think I like the ends of the first two, and I think I liked most of the the last one. I'm not sure which one I like the most. It's a good show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to read Nutty's feedback of Life of Brian. Oh, uh, read them both. Okay, she says, Brian is adult and Delia is too perfect for him. She's confident. She made all the all the moves. She made all of the moves. Mm-hmm. She could read through his BS. She's great. And he knew Angela didn't want him, so what did he think would happen? Mm-hmm. Sure, she was dumb asking him to take her out, but, well, that's Angela. Watching Ricky dance, I realized at that age, if I were in school with him, I'd be all over him, and he would never notice me. <laughs> Ricky is just my type. Uh, was just my type back then. Cavaricis and all. I don't know guys in eyeliner or who uh, just look like they're wearing it. And good dancing is definitely my type. Yeah. In Life of Brian, Jordan says, "Why are you like this? Like what? How are you?" How how you are In self-esteem Angela says Why are you like this Like what How you are <laughs> I didn't even notice that That's cool Yeah uh, Let's see The um, Here are the The trivia for self-esteem The scene where Jordan Catalano And Angela Chase Hold hands Was rated one of the most uh, One of the ten most romantic moments In TV Guys TV's most romantic moments February third, nineteen ninety seven issue. <clears throat> Jeff Perry plays. Yeah, yeah, that is huge. Jeff, because we've waited all these episodes for something. Stop being a Jeff jerk. Perry. Just yeah, Jeff. Yeah. Anyway, Jeff Perry. Jeff Perry. Jeff Perry plays Mister Con- Commit Katimpsky. Kit- Katimpsky, yeah. Jeff Perry plays Mr. Katimsky. You may know him from Scandal, Grey's Anatomy, Nash Bridges, and a million other things. Abyssinia Churchill, the girl who was in who was good in math, was played by Karen Molina White, who you know from the Cosby Show, Then a Different World, Hanging with Mr. Cooper, M- Malcolm and Eddie, The Proud Family, and tons of other things, <laughs> like even being one of Will Will's girlfriends on Fresh Prince, I think. <laughs> You know, uh, I know you mentioned where we know him from, but did you talk about his connection? Paul Dooley, he played Patty Chase's father, Chuck Wood, in this episode, and the father figures as the husband of Winnie Holtzman, the creator and writer of My So-Called Life. Who's that it? The math papers are filled with errors, wrong answers marked correct, same handwriting on both girls' papers, and the same answers but different grades. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, back then, people didn't watch television yeah. that closely. You know, nope. it only ran one time, and people didn't. Yep. Uh, they missed a lot. A German episode title, Hemlichkeiten, <laughs> Secrecies. <laughs> French episode, I mean, this is this is comical i'm sure be trying to pronounce german and french words french episode title l'amour uh totes les sauces love in all colors <laughs> l'amour uh totes uh, sauces <laughs> sure <laughs> i don't know how sauces means color uh totes must mean colors i have a <clears throat> anyway sauces when Ricky finally signs the Drama Club sign-up sheet, the two names above his are Nancy Jacobs, the first assistant director, and Diane Kelly, the script supervisor. The poem read by Mr. Kamitsky, Katimsky in English classes, William Shakespeare's son in 130. This poem is particularly known for being unconventional, an unconventional tribute to his mistress. Yep. Commonly referred to as the Dark Lady, she appears in sonnets 127 and 154, of whom she makes he makes a realistic and f- flawed portrayal as opposed to the traditional romanticism seen in other love sonnets at the time, where the beauty of a woman is most frequently extolled and magnified through hyperbolic, hyper, uh, through the hyperbolically epic metaphors. <laughs> okay, so now, now for Nettie's feedback for self-esteem. Okay. Why do girls do this? I say this as a girl who did this. <laughs> Seeing Angela skip the review she desperately needs for Smoochie Time with Jordan and the other girl taking the review so 
the guy she likes doesn't feel threatened. It is infuriating. I know, I know, when you're young and those first moments of being with someone makes you do stupid things. It makes you okay with being a secret, at least for a little while, but it's so stupid. And boys, why do they do that? Why do they want to, uh, people to be secrets? <laughs> I really love the subplot with Ricky in this episode. I can't remember if Mr. Kamitsky, Katitsky is gay, but I totally got that vibe. Yeah, I wondered. After watching, yeah, because uh, yeah, you know the the ladies liked him. He yeah. was. Uh, after watching all three, I'm con- I'm continuing to be impressed with Ryan. She's a mess, but she cares so much about her friends mm-hmm. and is trying. Heck, she even cares for Sharon, and Sharon cares about her. I really did that. Mm-hmm. I really did that subplot. I really did like that subplot. Oh, okay. Maybe. <laughs> Sounds right. <laughs> Okay. Thank you, Nutty Nuchez. Yes, thank you. Uh, uh, so, just so you know, folks, when we get into Smallville, I'll have all the trivia because oh. I will be looking it all up constantly, and that's why we're waiting till we're done with iZombie before we start at Smallville because I am going to be a nutball. <laughs> oh my gosh! We have three episodes of iZombie left, and three episodes of or three weeks of my so-called life left next time i actually have this written down um we have pressure on the wagon and so-called angels crossover (laughs) (laughs) my so-called angels um then i want to just let everybody know and steph remind you that it's four episodes left um, so we're going to be splitting those two into two weeks of two episodes. So it won't be as much homework for those two weeks. Okay. Rather than do four in one week and really stress ourselves out. And that, you know, leads perfectly along with the iZombie, rest, the rest of the iZombie season. So. Well, you know, I'm, I'm going to be in New Orleans, so I don't need four episodes to watch. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, that's the three episodes. That's the three. Oh, okay. You yeah. are in New Orleans this weekend? Next weekend? Yes, Saturday. Saturday, jeez. Nylons. Yep. Enjoy. Riding the train. Come on, ride. It's going to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Time to wrap it up. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>